Pro Group Management. Workers' Comp that works for you. Welcome to Nevada Newsmakers. I'm Randy Thompson, filling in for Sam Shad. Today I'll be talking with Trey Abney, who's the State Director for the National Federation of Independent Business, and Winnie Dowling with the Small Business Development Center, coming up on an all-new Nevada Newsmakers. Big R in Sparks is located on Bering Boulevard next to Smith's and across from Reed High School. It's a 50,000 square foot hardware store and a whole lot more. It's huge with clothing, power equipment, tools, and of course, hardware. Big R is located on Bering Boulevard in Sparks next to Smith's and opposite Reed High School. Big R, hardware and a whole lot more. Love and luck are in the air at Carson Valley Inn. $1,000 winners guaranteed every drawing night, up to $7,500 every Saturday, and $15,000 in grand prize giveaways Friday, March 31st. It's the Love and Luck Giveaways at the Carson Valley Inn. Safety is the number one priority for the trucking industry. Over $7 billion a year is spent on technology, like this electronic eye, that will apply the brakes automatically but the most important factor for safety is the truck driver. These hardworking men and women who safely move over 70% of our nation's freight and 94% of Nevada's. We thank you because trucks move America forward. Pro Group Management offers workers' comp services to a growing number of industries. As businesses grow and change with the times, the need for a solid workers' comp program must be flexible and up-to-date. The evolving nature of regulations can make staying ahead of complex tasks challenging. But Pro Group Management simplifies the work so your industry can move forward and succeed. Pro Group Management, workers' comp that works for you. Win some leprechaun loot during the $75,000 all-cash Go Green giveaways. More than 150 winners in all. Find your pot of gold with $15,000 in weekly cash giveaways guaranteed. And $25,000 in grand prize giveaways, including a $15,000 cash top prize. It's a good time to win at Tamarack Casino. Nevada Newsmaker Studio is located at the headquarters of the Nevada Trucking Association. Motion and purpose are a truck's greatest virtue. This is Nevada Newsmakers with host Sam Shad on No Holds Barred Political Forum. Now, from the Nevada Newsmakers broadcast headquarters, here is Sam Shad. And we're back on Nevada Newsmakers, and I'm happy to have my longtime friend, Trey Abney. He's with, partnered with Abney Talcon Public Relations. Abney Talcon Group. Abney Talcon Group, yeah, a okay. Group of two people. Oh, two people. Yeah. You, you and Leah, yeah. okay. Um, and you're also state director for NFIB, and I have to I say, I, I. You may know something about that. I know yeah. a little bit about that. I resigned after 12 years being NFIB state director to just get away from lobbying after 30 years. Yeah, and I made it clear it was not a hostile takeover. It was so not. I, I no. told people that. So, yeah. <laughs> exactly. No, I'm very glad to have you there. So um, we're taping this in, well, we're not in, the, we're not in the middle of the blizzard now, but we definitely are. The tail end of it. Tail end of a yeah. foot of snow. Um, and we were jokingly talking about how 70% of the legislators come from Vegas, and I bet you 70% of them now want to move the capital to Vegas right now, right? Well, certainly they always have, right? And, you know, this time of year, we, you know, you, it's nice, I guess, to have it during a, a cruddy time of year so you're not missing much, but it's also a problem, especially I, I think a lot of legislative staff drives from Reno, and so for those of you in northern Nevada, driving through Washoe Valley can be a bit dicey, yes. you know, in, in weather like this. But, but we were talking earlier, it would take a 
constitutional amendment to the Nevada Constitution to move you know the state capital mm -hmm. uh, to Clark County so that would be a long process and then you would have to build something uh, a new capital building right a new legislative yeah. building to hold them in so I guess you know you could use the site at the Rio right and build a new capital slash baseball stadium slash consumption lounge or you know, you know whatever what <laughs> the you Oakland A capitals there. So, and baseball so I yeah. think it's something a lot of people talk about but it would be certainly a, a process yeah. uh, to do that and then of course you know this is a company town right like mm -hmm. Las Vegas is so you have a lot of people that uh, work for state government that live here and and shop here and, and, and use the small businesses and retailers here. So it would definitely be a big, a big shift. I, don't, I haven't heard any serious conversation about that. Although after, you know, this is three days in a row, Friday, Monday, Tuesday, that the legislature was out yeah. uh, for snow. And I don't think I've ever seen that. Mm -mm. And I've been doing this since like 07. Yeah. So it was, it was definitely uh, unique. And yep. uh, hopefully we don't make up, uh, we don't, make up for it at the end. They yes. Do, do they extend the session now past it? Do we, you know, they cannot. Uh, they cannot. Okay. It's, a, it's 120 days speaking of the Nevada State Constitution. It is 120 days. Um, they could vote to change rules where, you know, you have bill deadlines where they have to pass committee and pass the first house and all that. So they could change that if they wanted to just internally okay. by, by a vote of, to change the rules. But no, they cannot extend it 120 days. And, and let's remember the only constitutional requirement they have is to pass a balanced budget. So I've never been convinced that, I mean, we, we signed, the governor signed something like 700 new bills into law like every two years, right? Mm -hmm. I've never been convinced that we need 700 new laws every two years in the state of Nevada. Yeah. Um, so there are certainly things that can go by the wayside if they really want to prioritize. And do yeah. That, so. Yeah. so yeah. we are coming into a, a nice budget year with a $2 billion surplus. Yes. Um, how are you seeing that kind of uh, trickling through the hallways these days? People, well, people asking for money right and left? <laughs> well, yes, but I mean, really you have the governor and the legislature trying to out-education each other, right? Uh, mm -hmm. The governor already said we're going to spend most of that on, on education funding. Now he wants to do some things with it, some for private school uh, you know, funding and stuff like that, that's gonna be very controversial, certainly. And you know, of course, he's dealing with a supermajority Democrat legislature in both chambers, right? Almost, almost supermajority. Well, just one vote one, away one, in the one Senate. One vote away. Mm. So, and, and then the, the Democrat leadership, uh, gosh, maybe a week or so ago came out, they wanna give it to teacher raises, mm -hmm. right? The governor's kinda has suggested leaving it more to the school districts to kind of do what they want with it. Most of that will go to teacher raises, you know, I'm sure. So there is money to do that. The question is how much, and, and kind of the, the bigger budget fight is the governor has proposed putting a big chunk of that into rainy day fund and into kind of one shots, right? One shot experience, so capital stuff, stuff you're not creating a new program where you're having to spend every two years on it. Right. Right, so you know, your, your state buildings or stuff like that. And so you, you, you certainly have uh, Democrats and teacher unions saying, hey, the emergency, the rainy day is here. Um, we need to spend money on education. You have plenty in the rainy day fund. And then uh, Treasurer Zach Conine said we've got like a record amount. And I, I'm not a numbers guy, but it's like close to a billion. I mean, we got, we got a lot of money in there. And so that will be the argument about how much to do that. The governor has argued, hey, we're kind of heading into an area of economic uncertainty. Are we going to have a slight recession? Most folks I've talked to said we'll have a slight recession, but it'll be a pretty quick you know, it won't be prolonged, it'll be a pretty quick little bounce. Mm -hmm. um, so I think that's the plan is we don't want to overextend ourselves and then have to call a special session like we've had to do over the last, you know, 10 years a couple times uh, when revenues don't come in as projected and then you have to start making cuts. Nobody wants to cut things after they voted to fund them. Mm -hmm. And so that's going to be kind of the, the fight, uh, the budget fight. Yeah. So, so we, education will get more money. Mm -hmm. It's just a matter of how much, right? And, and 
I mean, I mean, that's the issue is, is every two years, you know, figuring that out and, and, and how much uh, we're going to have and how much you put in the, in the rainy day fund. So yeah. we'll, we'll see, uh, you know, it, it, it'll happen. It's just a matter how much it will be. And, and you know, the governor also added that uh, he's going to give two billion more this time, but then he wants the school district to show accountability measures to show that this money is actually going to improving education. Uh, you know, outcomes. I would argue, you know, we've gone through, I think, the three largest tax increases in state history, mm -hmm. uh, all with Republican governors, by the way, yeah. as an aside. Yeah, those fiscal uh, conservative one was Republicans. Over, one was over Jim Gibbons' veto, but, the, you know, right. Kenny Gwynn had a big tax increase, uh, and then certainly Brian Sandoval with the biggest tax increase in, in 2015 with the Republican majority legislature, too, mm -hmm. by the way. And, and so there's always that, uh, you know, has there been those results? And each time we gave money to edu education, yep. and has have there been a also a result in in test scores and, and graduation rates? I would argue you haven't seen that much every time mm -hmm. you increase. Will this time be different? Hopefully, to their credit, Democrat leadership has also said we want to see you know results as well. And yeah. you're going to have to prove that you need and want you know this, this funding. So, yep. Yeah. Oh, accountability does matter. Yes, with, really with uh, tax dollars. Imagine that. Yeah, yeah, it does. All right, we're going to take a quick break. Yep. We'll be right back after this. Save money and take transit. Did you know you can ride the bus all day for less than what it would cost you for a gallon of gas? Plan your trip now by going to rtcwashoe.com. Big R in Sparks is located on Bering Boulevard next to Smith's and across from Reed High School. It's a 50,000 square foot hardware store and a whole lot more. It's huge with clothing, power equipment, tools, and of course, hardware. Big R is located on Bering Boulevard in Sparks next to Smith's and opposite Reed High School. Big R, hardware and a whole lot more. As you know, Reno is booming. Toll's development company is helping it grow with insightful design and development, building community with every project, adding beauty, adding excitement, emphasizing our shared humanity. Reno is becoming bigger. Toll's development is helping it become better, more livable, more enjoyable. To learn more, go to tollsdevelopment.com, tollsdevelopment.com. Retail's impact on Nevada's economy? Enormous. 8,600 businesses, large and small, employing 145,000 workers. And last fiscal year, retail paid tax on nearly $60 billion in sales. We're the Retail Association of Nevada. We support retail, we help it grow, and we mean business. R-A-N-N-V.org. The Do It Right guys at Nevada Heating have one mission. Your furnace breaks down today, we fix it today. Why freeze for days while your furnace is down when Nevada Heating can get the job done today and you can get warm again? For nearly 50 years, locally owned Nevada Heating has been getting the job done right. Call today at 323-5585 and we'll fix it today. That's 323-5585 or online at nevadaheating.com. This is Nevada Newsmakers. 
Welcome back on Nevada Newsmakers with Trey Abney. So one of the first executive orders the governor put out was to review pest professional licensures. And this has been a pet peeve of mine for years. Uh, we're one of the most restrictive states, having over 75, I think, professional licens- licensures, everything from dog cutting dog training to uh in putting in hearing aids i mean we interior design interior design music therapy music therapy yeah. which if you taught dance in a music therapy class you would actually be breaking the rules so i'm really pleased to see that he's he's looking into that how are you are you are you seeing the agencies actually willing to look at their own regs and say yeah we could change these things i think probably some of them begrudgingly are and with agencies and with new cabinet heads and some of these agencies that lombardo put there themselves i think those agencies will probably be more willing mm-hmm. uh than others and you're and this is not you know this did not start with joe lombardo uh mpri you know nevada policy research institute has been talking about this for a long time yep. uh former lieutenant governor mark hutchinson this was one of his his deals to talk about and it's really separating it out. I mean, you have the public, you know, health and safety and welfare of the public. That's why you license doctors. And, you know, I, one of my clients is the Board of Dispensing Opticians. And so people that deal with eyes and, and health care, you know, that, that's one thing. Uh, but things that don't, uh, you know, involve any kind of danger to your health or, or life or, or safety or anything like that, uh, you know, are those barriers to entry? You know, if mm-hmm. we want uh, people to have jobs, put food on their table, if we want to encourage entrepreneurship, what can we do to make it as easy as possible in order to to hang a shingle mm-hmm. and and do that job? And you're right, we're we're like the first or second stage as far as the number of things that we we do uh, that we certify or that you have to get certified to do an occupation, right? Yep. To put food on your table, um, and you even have some Democrats uh, certainly because this affects uh, minority communities uh, mm-hmm. and, and this so so you certainly have some Democrats in the base of their party that that have started talking about this. Uh, as well. I was encouraged um, to hear that. Now, yeah. now the mm-hmm. governor can issue executive orders and, and you know his ex- executive order were basically like hey boards and commissions you need to submit these reports what can you do to streamline what you know if you're not in a majority of states like 26 states or more you know t- tell us about that so he can do all that through kind of the administrative what he can't do is just say all right you're you're gonna go away board of whatever right uh, that takes an NRS change which means that takes the assembly and the senate to pass a bill and send it to his desk okay. uh, to get rid of it. He can't just unilaterally, like a king, say, "All right, this 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 section of law does not exist anymore." Because, because mm-hmm. we, you know, the legislature and previous government, I mean, they created all these things. These yep. these weren't, you know, God didn't put Nevada here and all these things just existed, right? <laughs> so so these came about because of the legislative process. Mm-hmm. So it takes the legislative process to unwind all of that. So and and you know, to the legislature's legislature's credit, there has been a sunset. A committee that has been meeting over the past couple of years, basically where they've got all the boards and commissions coming in and kind of explaining themselves and see. And so they've they've kind of done a little bit with that, and they've gotten rid of some of the you know some of the obscure uh, boards. There's still a lot of them, and yeah. I'm not going to sit here today and go. I mean, there's 200. I mean, there's there's a bunch. Yeah. Right. And, yeah. and you know, don't ask me which one should exist and and which one shouldn't. You know, they'll they'll talk about that. But so the governor can't get rid of you, but you know, he can make your life miserable with audits and you know, doing all kinds of stuff, right, through the right. executive branch right. that he has the authority. Well, and if you look at, at health care specifically, you had doctors and nurses that came to Nevada during COVID, and they, and they allowed, I think the legislature passed something that said, during this emergency, you don't need to get a license. But now you've got doctors that are here going, okay, it's, it's a four-month process to get a doctor's license. Well, and they have one in California. That's right. And we talk a lot about reciprocity when we talk about yeah. this. Is, you know, <laughs> if you met these requirements in Maine or Connecticut or wherever, shouldn't you just be able to come here, pay your initial thing and, and be off to the races and, and do your thing. Yeah, because so, there's so, national standards. So that, that's yeah. right. And so and that's going to vary by each board and commission. And, and some, you know, some of this, you know, the, 
the strong critics of these will call it protectionism, you know, because you're going before a board of your future potential competitors to get permission to compete against them. Right. That's what some of these boards are, right? Or yeah. a lot of them. So, so you do have, you do have uh, that going on. I mean, you know, we will figure it out. And really, a lot of the complaints, frankly, centered with the, the medical board, the doctors. Mm-hmm. Board. There's been a lot of issues over there, and I don't, I'm not in that world necessarily, so I don't know what they all are, but that's kind of, you know, Senator Joe Hardy was, when he was here, now Mayor Boulder City, um, was, was kind of on top of all that. So mm-hmm. the, the medical board, uh, and then it's kind of just trickling down to, to all others. And look, there's nothing wrong with asking government entities to explain themselves and explain what they do mm-hmm. to us, right? And look, right. these are yeah. fee-funded. You and I don't pay to operate these boards. Good the point. people that are in that profession that are certified or licensed, their fees run these these boards is how, how they work. So right. they're not general fund funded yeah. agencies. Yeah. So. Well, it definitely needs, it's an area that definitely needs to be looked at. We'll see, I mean, if, sure. I, you know, if, my, if I had a crystal ball, I don't think you see just a swath of boards eliminated by the time we get to June at the end of the session. Okay. Could you see a few or maybe some reforms? You know, probably. Well, that'd be good, okay. Yeah. All right, we're gonna take a quick break. We'll be right back after this. Love and luck are in the air at Carson Valley Inn. Thousand dollar winners guaranteed every drawing night, up to seventy five hundred dollars every Saturday, and fifteen thousand dollars in grand prize giveaways Friday, March thirty first. It's the Love and Luck giveaways at the Carson Valley Inn. What do you count on? You count on your power every day. At NB Energy, we've always powered what's important to you, but we're not looking at the past. We're focused on the future. While our standards are high, our rates will remain low. And our commitment to renewables isn't just meeting standards, but leading the way. Because you can count on more than just your power. You can count on the company who brings it to you. That's our promise. You can count on it. Pro Group Management specializes in providing industries with the necessary components to satisfy and exceed workers' comp requirements. Every business has unique needs and specific regulations. ProGroup Management stays ahead of the curve, providing up-to-date services to keep your industry in top form. Discover how we simplify your tasks, improve efficiency, and reduce expense to keep you moving in a positive direction. ProGroup Management. Workers' comp that works for you. Safety is the number one priority for the trucking industry. Over $7 billion a year is spent on technology like this electronic eye that will apply the brakes automatically. But the most important factor for safety is the truck driver. These hardworking men and women who safely move over 70% of our nation's freight and 94% of Nevada's. We thank you because trucks move America forward. Imagine a magical garden that feeds Carson City's hungry and homeless, teaches our high school students agriculture, creates hanging floral displays to beautify downtown, and yet charges nothing. It's not magic. It's the Greenhouse Project. It's real, it's growing, and it needs your help. Go online to carsoncitygreenhouse.org so together we can grow it forward. Win some Leprechaun loot during the $75,000 all-cash Go Green giveaways. More than 150 winners in all. Find your pot of gold with $15,000 in weekly cash giveaways guaranteed. And $25,000 in grand prize giveaways, including a $15,000 cash top prize. It's a good time to win at Tamarack Casino. This is Nevada Newsmakers. 
Now we're back on Nevada Newsmakers with Trey Adney, who's the hat he's wearing right now is the state director of NFIB because we are joined by Winnie Dowling, who's the state director for Small Business Development Centers. So welcome, Winnie. Thank you, Randy. And I brought okay. you on because you both are very involved in small business, working mm -hmm. together on small business. You are the lobbyist for, for small business. But tell people what the Small Business Development Center does. The Small Business Development Center helps people essentially start and grow businesses. And we've been here since 1985. We've seen over 30,000 people, and we have offices all around the state. We have 12 offices, so Reno, Las Vegas, and of course in rural Nevada. And um, we are funded by SBA, and then the state provides match to, to those services. So that's kind of how it operates. Okay. Well, sorry, I should put in a plug. My business is five and a half years old. <laughs> okay. And I went to her, oh, awesome. and her and the SBDC to, uh, to start my business, and they helped me build a website and, and give counseling, so I, I can't say enough things about it. I did Thank not you. know that. I did not plan that. That's <laughs> awesome. It's a client, yeah. which no. I can never tell you because it is confidential. Yeah. Oh, okay. oh, But you can, you can say it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you've done a survey, and when I was state director, I actually reached out to you quite often and, and dealing with, uh, Brian Bonifant would provide me information, mm -hmm. but you've done some surveying recently of small businesses in Nevada. And what, are you, what have you learned? So in, in August, um, we were working with GoEd at the Governor's Office of Economic Development, and we were trying to get a pulse on what businesses are thinking. We survey our clients, but we wanted to see what the whole community, the whole small business community is thinking. And just to clarify, small businesses, according to SBA, are everyone under 500 employees. Which is 90% of the businesses in Nevada. Yeah, 98.2%. Yeah. It's a lot of businesses, so it's really everybody. And uh, we just wanted to see, well, what are they thinking? So that the chambers of commerce pushed out our survey, the development authorities around the state, go ahead, and we pushed out to our clients too. But um, <clears throat> I, I just thought it was kind of interesting on the, the major findings. So if you are an existing business, you were worried mostly about, this is no surprise, inflation, gas prices, um, but you really also wanted to reach more customers. You also wanted to change your business model. You know, we've had to do a lot of adapting here in the last couple of years. And you wanted to work on um, a business plan. So I, gas prices, inflation were important, but you still had kind of those basics. Now, if you're a startup, you're looking at finding venture capital, debt capital. Most businesses need to have financing to get their business idea off the ground. But then they're also working on marketing and also developing a business plan. Um, but I, I will say another thing that businesses have problems with is they're not sure what taxes and licenses and fees they have mm -hmm. to pay. You know, government regulation is mm -hmm. always kind of a concern to them too. So those are kind of the, the main topics. Okay. Findings. So regulations is still mm -hmm. such a challenge for small business. And mm -hmm. when we've testified, and we've worked together for years, um, the legislature kind of says anybody under 50, that's kind of their thing. If you're under 50 employees, you're exempt from the maternity leave, you're exempt from paid leave. But how are you, what are you hearing this year that they could be pushing that number down to 25? Because they keep threatening that. I, I've heard that rumor. I've heard about uh, requiring paid leave on all holidays, like federal and state holidays. And so mm -hmm. that would be an issue. And, and the thing with small businesses, you know, they don't have an HR department. They don't have yeah. a legal department. You know, they, they're just, you know, a lot of times these guys are working their own counters, you know, mm -hmm. and, and running the business and being there at all every time the doors open. So. Yeah. Um, it's just, you know, you don't want to call them not sophisticated because they're very sophisticated and they're passionate what they want to do, but there's just so many things you have to do at the city. If you're in a city, you have to get this license, county, and then the state license, and then oh. work with Department of Tax if you're selling stuff. It, it is, 
it is a process and you know we're working with the lieutenant governor's office right now they want to keep that office of small business advocacy which hasn't really done much up to this point but they you know took them a while to kind of get up and running so they just we want a, a one-stop shop you know somebody to help us say all right here's what i want to do what what are all the steps i need to take because it's just more and more and more uh, you know and besides that it's just the, the the lawsuits that you can be open oh, yeah. to and, and opening up employers to to civil suits and you know, you walk in that building, and if you're, you know, lately it's been if you're an employee, you're the bad guy. If you're an employee, you're an angel and are, are perfect and have never done anything wrong. But you, you don't have employees without employers. Well, I well, keep saying that. Well, well yeah. that's right. And yeah. so, you know, yes, we, we want to make sure that employees are, are taken care of and aren't abused and are paid when they're meant to be paid and all that stuff. But it just, it's so one-sided over there, yeah. you know, lately, past couple sessions. I, I won't say that yet. It's been, and again, we're still in the kumbaya stage. We're, you know, week four, so everybody's still kind of getting along. Yeah. But there are still a lot more bills to drop, a couple hundred at least. Yeah. And so we haven't seen all that we're going to see yet. So. Yeah. And what are you hearing from businesses on, as they're getting out of COVID? Because they are still struggling, it seems like. <clears throat> well, I, probably the, the biggest issue is just finding employees. Yeah. And, um, you know, I, we, we thought in the survey there would be more um, discussion about COVID being a topic or in, in very important and it didn't even come on the oh, radar Good, okay. as far as comparing to these other issues. Mm -hmm. So, you know, people have tried to move on, they've had to make adjustments, they've ha they are resilient, they've come up with new ideas and um, it's the small business march, you know, they just continue on creating 62% of all new jobs. Yep. Well, you guys do amazing work, and I wanted to have you come on, and I'm probably pull you back a few more times during this session, Thank just you. to remind our legislature of the importance of small business. We are the backbone of Nevada's economy. We really do. So I appreciate what you guys do. I really do. Thank you for being here today. Thank, Thank you. 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 bet. We'll be right back after this. Modern Boutique Ahern Hotel and Event Center sits at the heart of the Las Vegas Strip. Two floors of meeting and event space are ideal for groups and conventions. Stay in one of 200 luxurious rooms and suites. Brand your event throughout the property. Flexible event spaces make for easy planning and personalization. Take over the entire hotel with a full buyout option. Snorkel personnel lifts are engineered beyond the industry norm to an uncommon level of safety and durability and with an eye towards sustainability. They're also designed to be simple to operate and maintain. Snorkel, always at the cutting edge of progress. With Nevada's only transplant center and verified burn center, the science is here. With award-winning cardiologist and the state's only dedicated heart failure clinic, the talent is here. With Nevada's most advanced robotic surgery, the technology is here. And with the Silver State's only designated pediatric trauma center, hope is here. All because we are here. UMC. Hi, I'm Renee Summerauer, digital news anchor here at 7 at 7. Watch our streaming nonstop newscast immediately with your mobile phone. 7 at 7 is the new way for you to get every bit of local news you need in just seven minutes. Breaking news, local neighborhood news, weather and sports are just a click away. Reporters bring you all of what's happening in the valley from Roku, Amazon Fire, Apple TV, YouTube and more. 
Get every bit of local news you need from the RJ and LVRJ.com. As you know, Reno is booming. Toll's development company is helping it grow with insightful design and development, building community with every project, adding beauty, adding excitement, emphasizing our shared humanity. Reno is becoming bigger. Toll's development is helping it become better, more livable, more enjoyable. To learn more, go to tollsdevelopment.com, tollsdevelopment.com. Nevada Newsmakers Studio is located at the headquarters of the Nevada Trucking Association. Motion and purpose are a truck's greatest virtue. Thanks for watching and listening. You can see any of our videos on NevadaNewsmakers.com. Thanks again.